Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Brought to you by Ultimate Guard. We will uh, maybe we'll see that today. Hopefully it'll happen mid-cast so we can just be like, breaking news. Breaking news story. We go live to Anderson Cooper in the studio. We're getting a telegram from Germany. That's right. <laughs> Across the Pony Express from Kentucky, we have the the Enigma machine is is breaking the code oh my God. of the latest spoiler. <laughs> God knows. Oh, you weren't recording that. I mean, you know, we're we're a little bit, a little bit recording. Oh. We are recording. Oh, we are. But, you know. Awesome. Thank God, because John, because you know what's not an Enigma. What's not us being back for the next episode of the RVA Returners Podcast, boys. Welcome to episode 98. John, we are we are so close to episode 100, I can taste it. It's so it's just right there, Chris. We're on the cusp. It's it's right there for my my grubby little paws or can just can just almost just pat at it like a, like a like a cat toying with your emotions. <laughs> but Don't we are right emotions, there. Please. And I'm really, really excited. This will be a great episode. We've got a very, very special guest that uh, I feel like I owe an apology to right off the bat because we've gone 98 episodes without having this individual on our cast. And he has just been a cornerstone, a staple, you know, the, the most important vertebrae, you know, the one that helps you walk. You know, that's that's all this individual. All, all of them. Yes. <laughs> Literally all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you doctor, know, the, doctor, the impor- if I could just save one, which is my most <laughs> what, important vertebrae? <laughs> which one won't make me shit my pants if I lose it? <laughs> but of course, I am talking about Mr. James Lockwood. James, say hi to everybody. Good morning, everybody. It did take 98 episodes, but it, it was certainly worth the wait. Um I've been waiting a very long time to finally mention the news is coming up because every time I listen to an episode, I'm like, it's coming. It's almost, <laughs> yep, the news. And then that sound hits and I get excited. So, man, well, you finally get to be the purveyor of that. And we'll get to that in a minute. But of course, like I said, that this is the next hits. episode of the RPA Returners <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And with me, as always, on the case, badge gun all the accoutrement extra clips extra vest he's going deep into i don't know deep behind enemy lines deep in the urban jungle john schreiner say hi to everybody hello everybody yeah man yeah so this is gonna be a fun cast today you know we what we're talking about today uh we're actually just you know we we're, we've covered card games, we've covered board games, you know, in our, in our ramblings, we've covered some video games, but today we're going to just discuss Final Fantasy in general, um, what it means to us, because you know, I mean, let's be honest, guys, if it wasn't for Final Fantasy, the three of us would not be talking right now. And what a tragedy that would be. Correct, correct. There, there would be no Cards of Ivalice, it might be Cards of, I don't know. Florida. Cards of Florida. There we go. <laughs> Cards of there Florida. Cards of humidity. Cards of humidity. That's the name of the episode. We got it. Cards oh, wow. We got it in one, dude. Nice. Right. It. 
well done community oh man so not only will you be able to talk the news uh james you've also named the episode that's you you're you're making big waves coming in i i feel great let's keep going <laughs> let's keep let's going. keep it going that's uh, that's so the plan <laughs> that's indeed the plan and thank you for joining us that was it that was the episode Yay. <laughs> sucker we got you we did you a bamboozle but no we're going to talk about all things final fantasy we're going to talk about you know what the series has meant to us just some fond memories of the games you know which ones we enjoy and you know how we kind of correlate it to the card game and we kind of talked about that a little bit precast in in our rambling that, you know, we love some of the flavor on some of the cards. And a lot of times, you know, it's only evident of, you know, this card does what it does because of how the game is. And we think, and that's what brings a lot of us back. But, you know, that that's, we're, we're going to spend a lot of time talking on that. But we've got, we got some business to cover. We got an agenda we have to, you know, to, uh, to accomplish here. So we're going to take all of this wonderful information that has been gathered over the last couple of weeks. And boy, howdy, it's a lot. We're going to put a bow on it. We're going to ship it your way. Now, James, do you want to tell us? I know you're chomping at the bit and you're waiting. Do you want to tell us where the good folks listening can find For all that information? The love of God. <laughs> We're going to go to the news. First piece of news, as always, John, I see you've got your papers, you've got your documents. Uh, Go ahead and take the stand. The floor is yours for the Octagon State of the Union. All right. Of course, I'm prepared with my documents. If if not, (laughs) if I didn't have documents here... Uh, I would scramble, Chris. I would, I would probably we'd have like a five minute intermission as I went and found something paper like <laughs> to uh, to shuffle around. Um, <clears throat> the state of the Octagon Union, ladies and gentlemen, is good as always. Uh, we are, of course, lining up for uh, number one hundred, like Chris mentioned, with the cast as well as with Octagon. So we have got all kinds of awesome stuff to give out. We've been actually giving out some bangers um, over the past few weeks. So we did mention on the last recorded cast that upcoming was a tournament where uh james our wonderful guest today was giving us a sephiroth gift tin for the winner and uh boy howdy did that bring out the people man we had um basically like a mini tournament (laughs) like like a full-blown we had a five-round event um which culminated in uh the the old neo x death just being windmill slammed uh and taking home the tin so of course that that was right after uh, we hadn't banned Guido yet in our events, um, but the Guido stuff has been, you know, on the minds of that guy got the ban. You see a lot of people talking about um, why not Neo X death, and of course that's that's next up in the news, and we'll talk more about that stuff. Um, but you know, we despite kind of this uh, this being this kind of negative thing about you know these events right now in people's perspective, um, we still had a lot of people come out. We had a lot of fun, and it was awesome. Um, we are giving out all kinds of crazy stuff for our 100th in just a couple of weeks in April, about a month away. Um, so look forward to news on that. Season five is wrapping up. Uh, I think it's either this week or next week. We have a timeline in the Discord. Um, and then we're going to be doing our bonus weeks because at the end of this month, we should have Opus 13. Um, so 12.5 is, you know, going along right now. We haven't seen a ton of 12.5 decks um so far hoping to see a little bit more starter deck action 
in the events but i know that uh, with opus 13 coming up we're probably going to have our bonus event be like title or whatever people want you know we'll have people vote as usual for like f3 title or whatever um i said f3 i mean l3 but we did do f3 that one time that was pretty funny <laughs> man talk about a trip down memory lane <laughs> that was but, a great uh, tournament but yeah absolutely so that's, that's it was fun it was too. fun to fun to commentate for sure now john so would you say um just from what i've noticed of opus 12.5 it, it's not it's not like the big impactful half meta shadow meta like kadaj was right but i do see you are seeing uh the two big winners here i see are, are philia and um oracle of light those seem like the big two that are seeing the most play out of these starter decks would you agree with that or yeah 100 percent uh philia is gonna be is just like the most uh universal kind of like this is now a thing in the game type card yep. uh like philia is one of those cards that they'll just splash it into the same earth wind deck that's splashing lock for the same reasons mm -hmm. like oh rainbow is rainbow like tiro uh, fixes these problems kind of thing um mm -hmm. and yeah they'll just play this because it's like a board wipe at the cost of taking just the one damage and oftentimes um it's a little bit more one-sided mm -hmm. than board wipes typically are because at the very least you keep phil who is not small yeah. So no, no, no. He is the honeycomb yeah. hideout. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's like um, it's been that card at least has been pretty impactful. Um, I would think that I would be seeing more like Phil's slammed on the table in response to Ned kind of thing, even though it's like your hand uh, it doesn't target, mm -hmm. and it's like the 10k. So, mm -hmm. um, so I was kind of wondering if that would maybe shake it out. A little bit of being in just like top spot but we haven't seen it yet but i also you know uh it's a very small sample size there's time but yeah i will say for sure oracle of light and philia and you know to a slightly lesser degree ranja are definitely the big winners here i think mm -hmm. that ishtola is incredibly powerful but just only goes in like one deck kind of thing yeah mm -hmm. uh i think emmett selk i would like to see see more play but i think maybe people aren't so high on that card and uh innocence i just haven't seen anybody play at all Although I was playing against Innocence at locals yesterday, mm -hmm. and that card can be absolutely terrifying. It can be a ball buster, that's for sure. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, I just think that Oracle Light is kind of just more obviously nuts. Yeah, and, it doesn't and, require nearly as much setup. You just I mean, you're to... just playing a seven cost card for free, like very yep. easily. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and that card plays something else for free. So it's just yeah. like. Yeah, uh, uh, Thancred was already a good card. I think Oracle of Light is kind of just like the plus one Thancred to just be like, oh, yep, now Thancred.deck is just a deck. Like, yep. and that can be built a bunch of different ways because all you really need in the deck is Oracle of Light, Thancred, and like, you know, maybe Fanfrit. No, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. And uh, also, too, John, you know, you kind of uh, alluded to it before switching gears here. Um, there has been a major shakeup in the game. Uh, we saw our next card banning and this was the first ban we've had since i'm trying to think of what the last card ban was it wasn't riku it was a uh... there was another card after riku wasn't there or am i just that out of touch uh no it's riku right i think riku was the most recent fail fans yeah. got banned in title but that was uh, yeah but yeah, yeah so here we are the next the card banned. they did on the card that if you were to john if you were to step into a time machine Go back to 2018, run into your old boy Chris and say, hey, in 2021, see that shitty 3CP backup that's just been sitting in your binder since Opus 3? <laughs> that literal meme? That <laughs> yeah, that card's going to be banned. That card will be banned in 2021. I'd be like, you're full of shit. Eek, eek, eek. And uh, 
the I would be there. The egg would be on my face in in that particular exchange because Guido has gotten the axe, and it's so funny, John, that we were talking, literally talking about that last week, and it was in fact the conversation about Guido was very interesting because now we don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> Dude, I woke up. And you guys, I was like at work and I hadn't been paying attention to stuff. And I remember you guys in the same group chat that we used to plan the episode. Mm -hmm. um, Ryan said, wow, it's funny that we just talked about that yesterday mm -hmm. uh, because of the Guido ban. And I just replied, the fucking what? <laughs> the what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it's the, uh, the what? Hold on. Like, like hold my calls. I put on an out of office. <laughs> just like, That's right. like what's, what's going on? It, like ripped my shirt off and underneath like Superman style is just like an FFTCG shirt. Like, you know, <laughs> like work is over right now, dude. Duty calls. I have, I have news to investigate. Yeah. I, well, uh, I remember when they, uh, I think it was FFTCG Europe posted it and I, I like woke up, I'm eating my bagel, doing my thing. And I came across it and I was like, well, it's, it's not April 1st, but I, I, I must've missed something. So I, I, read the article and it you know they they go into like oh there's a card in a future set or something that might influence mm -hmm. it and blah 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 blah. but i would say it doesn't get any better or something like that yeah yeah so, so i message uh my buddy jamie and i'm like they they killed the grandpa turtle he's like in the retirement home now and he's like who are you talking about and i'm like guido just got banned and he's like i don't believe you and then all of a sudden <laughs> i posted it and everyone's like like laughing and all that stuff, but uh, I, I was not expecting. I, I thought Ned would have been axed mm -hmm. before. Uh, you know, yeah, it was pretty surprising. Yeah. So I think uh, here the difference is that uh, for better or for worse, Ned works exactly the way that they intended for Ned to work, mm -hmm. and Guido right. did not. <laughs> right? right, and so... that's very similar to Riku. I think. Guido, yeah. Guido and Riku were banned for very similar reasons. They're just both punching out of their weight class. Yeah, uh, and they're both like yeah. backups that are just like, oh, oops, it turns out that uh, whenever you can just make things that reactivate backups, any backups with tap abilities, their effects are potentially abusable. Mm -hmm. Just like always. You know, like anything that taps and doesn't put itself in the break zone, the first thing you think is, all right, well, what happens if I do this multiple times a turn? You yep. know, it's just like... Um, and, and we see that that's what both of those cards do. And they're both from about the same like era, you know, like the first year of the game. Mm -hmm. um, I think that Guido, especially because of how unique, how weirdly unique he was, where he mm -hmm. can target himself to just like activate himself infinitely. And if it's like, oh, let's look at, you know, let's demonstrate an infinite loop in the game. And you mm -hmm. need look no further than a single hero from Opus 3 by itself can just do, you know, or I guess you need one other card to uh, to turn it on first. But uh, that was always potentially a problem, right? Mm -hmm. And it just, that's why as soon as this card said, when you activate a backup, the same day Barrel I was spoiled, people were like, Guido, 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 we've broken it. Because people, <laughs> these people like Danny Diaz have been sitting there with Guido's foiled in these binders, waiting, just waiting for his day. Waiting for this moment, con. diamond handsing these Guidos. Just they just knew that Guido. He sits there and he waits, dude. That's what he does, dude. He's the turtle. Mm -hmm. They knew that the you know the tortoise wins, and then <laughs> well, the tortoise got banned at the finish line. <laughs> and thankfully, thankfully, we were able to salvage our Guido sunglasses meme by just adding a single teardrop under the sunglasses. So we yeah, like a halo still get to keep our, our no wimps meme, but now it just has a, it's the, the, it's no longer a crying Jordan meme. It's a crying Guido meme. 
But Gita's off but, playing in his own format with no wimps. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, just to, just to kind of talk about it, like in the context of just in competitive play, you know, they're saying the 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 rationale behind it was because they they kind of wanted to not limit the design space when it comes to activating backups. Um, and we haven't seen any of those cards yet. I, for one, think that we saw a card that was very, very impactful to Guido, and that's the Ice Water Legend Celestial. Mm, mm-hmm. The fact that I, the water characters can't be broken by effects that don't do damage. You can't do damage to a backup. Now you found a way to like pretty much negate all the Hecaton chairs that people were playing, all the archers, all the shit that people were playing specifically for Guido. Now you have to deal with Celestia and Barely and Guido. Like that, like that, that card by itself, I think to me personally was enough to start thinking about it. But if they've got other things that they're that are talking about that could make that card even sicker than it already is, like then then the card has to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh like we said, there's um Dasha Stark was kind of teasing that their uh their spoiler is quote the hint for it today is that this is one of the reasons Guido was banned. So yeah, I think that there definitely were just more cards coming uh, you know, Barrelize the first of them using that uh that like line of text more frequently absolutely james what do you think um do you think it's better to ban Gita, or do you think maybe looking at barely in this case because i mean that's the combo right those are the that's the card that makes the those are that's the combo that makes the deck as powerful as it is right do you I'm, think i'm gonna assume 99 percent of the time it's because of barely and the thing is i think dealing with barely is much easier than having to deal with Gita because mm-hmm. Most of the time, I guess I would say most of the time, players aren't packing like Guido's five CP, if I recall. Uh, He's three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're they're playing like backup removal. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, well, yeah, on the same thing like Barrel Eye, there's plenty of removal in the game. I mean, there's tons of removal in the game now. Um, so you can deal with that. But something that I'm always curious about when they ban cards is it seems like they don't specifically go such as with XF. They're not like this card's OP. It has to go. They seem to factor in like when this is played at locals, it makes players want to like flip tables and jump out the window. Um, I think that's how it was with Gesper or or Jesper just like, and when people abuse that, it really gets, it can get toxic, which it's just a card game. Like don't, don't go too crazy, but, um, I have a feeling they factored that in it as well because I've had it happen to me and you're just like, I guess I'm done. Like, you know. Um, so I think it was a fine band. The the interesting thing was I've had I had like a hundred of those sitting in inventory since the dark ages. <laughs> and the moment Barrel Eye was spoiled all over the place and, and like all the different player chat groups and whatever people like oh it's going to be op it's going to be op but people also said no one's going to do this it requires too much work like calm down um so that kind of made me not think it was going to get banned because everyone wasn't suddenly rushing to do that um but if they said that too they said like oh we thought that it was like far enough away like it was in another color and it uh-huh. would just be a little too hard for people to actually like do consistently. So we weren't as worried about it. Right. And, um, but now you, 
like you mentioned, the the spoiler coming up, and obviously we don't know what's in Opus thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, whatever. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say they made the right call. So yeah, I agree, and we'll we'll see. Um, you know what the next sets bring, and you know I'm very curious. Every time there's a ban, I think there is a shakeup, and I I just wonder had there been a comp season going on, would we would these Guido decks be like? would these be the most represented deck in the field? Because um, there's one thing about this game, there's never a whole lot of data when you have these major tournaments. Mm. But if there's something, like if you look at something, you know, take it back to Turbo Ice, there was a lot of representation of that deck at most events you went to uh, during mm. the time it was legal. So I think it's just it's just fair to say, just based on trends, that, that, that there's a good chance that might be the most represented deck because it just has a... It just kind of has a brainless, you know, I win button, right? Like it has the 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 was it the the Office Max like easy button or the Staples easy button? It just kind of has that going for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that button, dude. We we were the kids. We were those like snot nosed kids on Xbox Live playing Halo Two, where when we would win the game, we would click the stupid easy oh button over the microphone, yeah. like that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, I forgot all about that button. You just took me back. No, that's what I do, man. But, uh, you know, and that's, you know, so we'll see how that unfolds, especially with Opus 13 right around the corner. Um, But, you know, not to go too far ahead, but, uh, you know, we have, you know, let me, let me see how to, how to, how to kind of phrase this here. So obviously things are changing in the world. Vaccines are coming out. I see Matt Rice has posted in Final Fantasy. No, it's not a spoiler. I know, I know. I checked. No, it's not a spoiler. It's just a legal reminder. Just checking. I was just. I like to check because you know how (laughs) I know, dude. (laughs) I immediately. I was like, oh, oh, click. Matt Rice (laughs) is our freelancer. He always just comes in hot with the last second scoop. But um, but you know, vaccines are becoming more readily available. You know, the the presidential state of the union said that everybody will be available it'll be available for adults to be vaccinated by july 1 hell yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is awesome so i do i do see uh james that uh you know after coming off the tales of our uh reunion three which i'll let you talk about here in a second we see sure. that we have a another another reunion not that in january correct. tell tell us all about it. it looks like it's in august reunion four tell us all about it so um, won't touch on R3 right now too much, but basically uh, we were doing, I think it was like at finals um, mm-hmm. of R3, um, Miles Tyler, who I was hosting it with from Legendary Wolf Games, he's like, Shout hey, can I talk to you for like just a second? And I'm like, sure, mm-hmm. let's go. And he's like, I don't want to wait another year. Uh, when do you want to do R4? And seeing as he was hosting for us i didn't want to be the one to be like so we're going to come back in a few weeks and have the place ready and blah 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 blah. i was not expecting him to do that um Mm -hmm. as soon as he said that i was like okay people need they need to prep for flights covid's still a thing uh Mm -hmm. we want to do it when a new set comes out so people aren't just playing the same meta decks or you know like people haven't been burnt out Mm -hmm. um so we initially picked uh the end of july but then there was a delay in opus 14 i forgot by how much i think it was like a week uh so we are doing it for the end of august and we're pretty hyped about it that should be right when opus 14 comes out like two or three weeks after the set nice so that'll be uh that'll be the uh the wild west 
Yes, which I like. Uh, I like when people, um, like I like, you know, Dragoons are not a, a new thing, but when Shane Duckworth made Top 8 and it was with a bunch of, con like a bunch of standard unit Dragoons, uh, that's the sort of stuff I really like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and to uh, be fair, I'll say that is a very real day. You know, we've talked about that on this oh, cast yeah. before. Those Opus 12 Dragoons, just adding those to the mix changed that deck so much. Yeah, we like saw just, like White Mage played it one week, and then you were just like, "Wow, hold on, I shit. liked, yeah. I liked that." Hold on, and he, he was playing like a like this Japanese like the uh, the slightly water splash mm -hmm. like version, and I think I still have that sleeve, the one that has like the one Puge and like the one Minwoo and like one yep. record and all that stuff. And <laughs> dude, that deck is uh is very real and very fun. It's like and uh, then then to see Shane take top four and should have been in the finals by the way but he uh he, he had a little bit of a punt there at the end with his uh no it was CP. hard to see it's okay i mean it's it tough is. dude it's you're thinking hard all day mm -hmm. you know it's and you're a lot up of... against one of the best you know yeah absolutely <laughs> and it's uh but it is still cool that like you know it was a very it was a very shane deck and by that i mean if you've ever watched any of his like budget deck videos, it's not like oh one of this, two of this, one of this. It's just three, 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 done. Right. So it's yep. like yep. it's like oh every single card that has dragoon in the name <laughs> times three. Like and none of that water his... splash, none of that tech crap. Like nine Freyas. Let's go. Yeah. And his his build actually has a very very strong matchup against like the storm decks and a lot of the top you know top tier decks. So. Like, yeah. truth be told, if I was going to a tournament, that would be a deck that is in very, very high consideration. Like, very mm -hmm. high consideration. Because um, it, it it checks a lot of boxes for me. Um, so, yeah, like, shout-outs to Shane for kind of kind of streamlining that summonless Dragoon deck, which it just seems like it's just pure card advantage. You have Freya's for days, so your Cherry Blossoming boards. You've got the, the standard unit. So you've got breaks. You've got damage. You know, you've got beef, you've got a Stinian, like you've got all all the tools you need to get her. And the deck is fast. That's the other thing too, is a very, very fast deck because of haste. And a lot of those guys either innately have haste or you just play Barbara and give all of them haste. So really, really great. I would great say deck. one of the most common things I heard at R3 was like, what does that card do? And it's like, oh, if I reveal, you know, if I reveal yeah. Dragoon, it breaks something. And they're that like, that card is so good. <laughs> I don't think it does that. And I'm like, what? Read the sure card. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to reveal, reveal, reveal my hand to you because, and that's the thing. Like, typically, I don't like revealing my hand, but like, it's like I'm going to show you these because I'm getting ready to play them anyway. Like, guess they're, what? They're my deck's full of dragoons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess what's in my hand? Oh, you guess right. It's more dragoons. Just and, like and the crazy thing is, if you you very. There, like, here's the thing you'll never miss with that card because you at the very least you're going to give it haste. But I think you know, in the times I've played the deck, I've never missed with the break effect, yeah, especially with that new backup, which is just like oh, plus one dragoon in your hand if you need to. Yep, so good, so good, but yeah, so be on the lookout for that. So, uh, reunion four is slated for August 21st, I think is the weekend that it's yeah. uh. August 21st, um, today actually, maybe uh, in a little bit, we'll see. Uh, we finished the playmat designs, so oh. we're going to get those out. Uh, the trophy is almost done, and the trophy, uh, I, I've i been wanting to show how it's been like constructed, like the, the progress of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's it's being created by a 3D modeler who oh, I'm not gosh. going to say who they are or like advertise it now only because um, I don't want people to see like the mm-hmm. statue. It's basically a statue, but it's got some other stuff. Um, basically, what I told Okamoto is it has wires in it. So they're trying it's... to make it harder and harder to ship the trophy home. I see. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Every <laughs> year. <laughs> um, so really excited about that. Uh, probably the, the most and the biggest thing, uh, which I'm going to say a lot of people entered for is the first place prizes, PlayStation five, which mm-hmm. those are not easy to come by right now, but I know people want to play, um, FF seven, Yuffie, DLC, whatever it's called, which mm-hmm. remake, for... intergrade, final drop, remix, EX plus Alpha, two forty seven over eight. They gave um, it a new word, intergrade, and I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kingdom Hearts naming conventions have begun. Right, that's right. Um, but yeah, so that that's up for grabs. Um, that's sick. So. Hopefully we'll have some my hero news, so maybe there'll be some uh, some universes action that weekend too. We'll be, yeah, we'll, definitely. We'll, I can't wait. And I know Miles wants to do the uh, the FF Seven Battle Arena, which people went crazy for uh, when we did it the the Friday mm-hmm. before. Um, so yeah, no, it, we're we're really looking forward to it. And as we're getting closer with the the trophy and the playmat, we're gonna just start shooting out all the details for. For everyone to get, but we um were I'm looking it up right now. We're at 34 out of 60 players. Um, which the 60 cap we we kind of want to keep it at that because that's that's a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, especially for what's going on right now. Um, but guaranteed, I'm sure you guys probably deal with it. I think every tournament host has dealt with it. After I go, hey, we're sold out time's up you know blah blah blah. like everybody and their mom comes out and they're like so can i get like three tickets and i'm like we gave you six months to sign up and reminded you um, and warned you yeah, that yeah. it's closing right <laughs> so uh every yeah. time we'll we'll see absolutely and so the the last piece of news before we dig into this mountain of spoilers uh you know john you also kind of alluded it during the uh alluded to it i should say during the uh octagon state of the union we have our centennial celebration coming up that means 100 weekly tournaments and 100 podcast episodes i didn't i john i would have never guessed i mean i've actually been going back and listening to a lot of our old episodes we started all like almost two years to the month like i want to say our first episode ever was like on march 2nd or march 3rd of 2018 so i guess three years so we're in three years now so it took us three years to get a hundred episodes, but you know, whatever. Um, we had a little bit of we had we had some setbacks along the way, and that's some of the stuff we'll talk about, you know, in the the episode we're lovingly called memory calling memory lane. But you know, we're gonna have some awesome giveaways at the um for the weekly tournament. Uh the podcast episode is gonna be very, very different. I'm still working out all the ideas in my head because I wanna have a lot of guests on. I wanna have like people stopping in, people coming, people going talking about just cowboy you know, curtis comes by that's right Ooh. i want i want every i want to be like peewee's playhouse exactly dude. that's what i want <laughs> the word of the day absolutely and it's, it's, it's gonna be an awesome time so stay tuned for info for that that's probably going to be in the next month because i i want to line the podcast up the same week with 
the 100 100 tournament which john you have how many more tournaments before you get to 100 uh that looks like it is going to be around april 20th okay yeah the old 421 which is awesome oh man that we're 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 getting guys so green (laughs) it's time for the (laughs) guys cup dude I love it. I love it. So yeah, boom, 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 bang. Dude, the tech deck team deck is two years old soon. Oh man, get your get <laughs> your crazy. get your tech decks out. That's right. Goodness. All right. <laughs> yes. you hear me? Uh, oh. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I hear you doing those sick tricks, dude. You think oh, I don't recognize the tech deck when I hear one, dude? I hear you doing those grinds. I heard That's the right. ollie. We we should find a we should find a a Hot Wheels truck of Son of Digger to give, <laughs> to give out. <laughs> just make just like a custom painted like a miniature. <laughs> oh like... yes, man. We could we could we could talk about the the inside baseball forever. But last piece of news: we got spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. They are hot and heavy. Why so can't I hold all of these for... spoilers? I I can't I can't. And uh, again, just like last week, some of these are better than others. So we're just going to kind of speed round some of them. Um, if there's something that's worth talking about, you know, obviously we'll, we'll round table it. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get started here. Uh, we're going to start with an Earth backup, Shalo- another Sherlota. She's a 2CP Earth backup, category Crystal Chronicles, job Mysterious Woman. Uh, if Sherlota is on the field, Sherlota can produce CP of any element of the forwards you control. Uh, James, I'm going to start with you. What do you think about this new Sherlota? Other than the obvious that it's a crystal chronicles backup which I makes was infinitesimally better yes i was gonna say 2cp ffcc it's broken um <laughs> it so, sounds about right so um no i think she's really good obviously at the beginning of the game or the first two turns you don't have forwards so she doesn't do much but i think mm-hmm. um when you start you know you draw your cards and you're like 2cp backup it's already like not terrible um but i think other than myself and like two other people, no one's mm-hmm. playing mono anymore. So mm-hmm. you're gonna have a variety of forwards. Now I'm assuming if you have like an ice wind lock, she can produce ice wind CP. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So now with all these new multi-element forwards, that just makes her even better. So I think she's good. Yep. I agree. John, how about you? Yeah, I mean, uh the only two drop FSCC character is Lail. Right in in uh, mm-hmm. Earth, so yeah, just mm-hmm. like more options. Also, uh, it's not really name clashing with the other Sherlota because as nifty as she is, she doesn't really see any play. Yeah, I think this one just kind of checks more boxes yeah. than that one, honestly. Yeah. All right, so next up we have another in this cycle of EX burst summons. Um, we'll see a couple of those here today. It's a new Alexander. Finally, uh, oh, I guess this is the third color that Alexander has been in. We've seen him in wind. We've seen him in water. Now he's in Earth. Uh, 2CP EX Burst, uh, Categories Final Fantasy Explorers. Uh, it's EX Burst, choose one forward you control and up to one forward opponent controls, period. Till the end of the turn, the former gains 3,000 power and this forward cannot become dull by your opponent's summons or abilities. If you have received five points of damage or more, also deal the latter damage equal to the highest power forward you control. John, I'll start with you on this one. What do you think? Oh, baby. More 2CP fight kind of effects, and it's got a little mm-hmm. EX in the corner there. Uh, I really like it. You know that I love those, like, uh, 
graviton like weirdo type yep. things uh so i really like this card i mean so far i really like all of these uh ffex summons they seem yeah I pretty do neat uh i mean yeah of course uh, the fight thing is second obviously uh normally it's just a 2 cp uh like plus 3k to a guy mm -hmm. And it can't be dulled by summons or abilities. Just the plus 3k is mm -hmm. uh, is good. I think that it had to be at least that since that's kind of like Exodus does that for one, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like that can't become dull. Uh, much less relevant than a lot of other things. But uh, mm -hmm. when you get into those decks where the fight spells are really good, you end up being like, I guess I have to play three Yojimbo, even though, you know, he's mm -hmm. maybe a little expensive and not quite what you're looking for. Uh, I think that the fact that this is, if you've received five points of damage or more and it's an Earth is awesome because yeah. Earth is totally fine living at that kind of damage. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I, I think, a better option than some of those other fight spells in a lot of those situations. Uh, I like yeah. it. It's a very Especially cool with the new Cecil they spoiled. You have so exactly, many ways yeah. to get yourself mm -hmm. to damage five and still push your deck forward. I mean, yeah, damage five. Hey, and I used this on, like, Noctis, you know, and because he's, Splat. you know, yeah, now he's got big and he shoots that guy. And uh, and the damage happens. He's still big too, so he hits another. Yeah, it's just very very cool. I like this card. It does a lot for two, and it's got a nice ex in the corner, man. Absolutely, James. What do you think? Um, first off, I really like the art. I like the full mm -hmm. art. Um, he's just stomping you, which is what the card yes. does. Um, and I really like Alexander. Uh, one, the biggest thing that I see going forward with this game, whenever I see a two CP summon, I go Cryle can can use it whenever mm -hmm. um, even if the opponent has it now they have to worry does my opponent have a cryo and can they just pop this on me whenever they feel like it yeah. um if you're playing earth i know it's kind of an old an older set thing but your forwards are probably huge so you're already like beating down stuff but now they can't become dull um they just get even more powerful. And then you have the five damage thing which both of you kind of touched on is not if you're at five points of damage, it's not like I'm gonna lose this game. It's just like, uh, you know, Defensive you're kind mode of... activated, <laughs> right? Exactly. And um, I don't think being at five points is that hard to set up. So it's not like this is never gonna happen. And then with any card, uh, it's the X burst. So um, that's even more relevant this set because uh, trying to remember his name, that new fire legend can just Axtar. Yeah, Axtar. Yeah, um, so it's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You guys covered that one. So we'll go to the next one. This uh, this next one is the Fire Wind Legend. A little bit polarizing. Um, I I'm interesting to see. I'm interested to see what you guys think. It's a new Lednar. Uh, he's a three CP. Um, eight K. His job was what? Bisk matter. Bis 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 biskmatar. It's a weird job, but you know what? Someone's got to do it. Uh, job uh, category <laughs> tactics advance. Um, Lednar's text is when Lednar enters the field due to your cast, place one fortune counter on Lednar. If a fortune counter is placed on Lednar, Lednar cannot be broken. Discard two cards, colon, remove all fortune counters from Lednar. Each player can use this ability. I'm not really a fan of this card. I don't. I, I. It just doesn't. It doesn't jump out to me. I'm not gonna go into because I want to see what you guys think. I basically I'm just asking you guys to sell me on this card. I need you to sell me this pen. Um, uh, James, I'm gonna start with you. What do you think of this Lednar? All right. So I'm I'm kind of there with you. I may have a hard time selling it. Um, first off, uh, 
the artists of these like the the style i feel mm -hmm. like saw a picture of hunter nance and was just like <laughs> i am basing all these characters off him every time i see these cards i'm like it's hunter like giving me that look <laughs> every um, time so here's my thing with this card um i'm always looking because i always play fire i'm always looking for like new gimmicks or whatever so they so i see him i read the card way too fast and i go I can do, I can Magissa him in and he'll be annoying like frequently. I can uh, seven CP Phoenix him in. He's going to be annoying. And then I read the card again and you have to, what's the keyword? Cast. cast. Yep. You have to hard cast him. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, like, I, I don't know about that. Um, the, the fact that he's a very stubborn forward is cool um i don't think someone wants to pay four cp on top of whatever they're doing to kill him uh mm -hmm. to deal with that but especially in fire and wind which is what he is uh you want stuff to happen as soon as the forward comes out mm -hmm. um so he's a bit slow uh the other huge thing that i think everyone rushed for was you can't do marsh ritz uh you know the gimmick to to work with him. Yep. Um so I, I like I can't sell him on you. I, I think at times he will show up and you're like, great, I have to deal with him. Um I'm gonna read it again real quick. He can't be broken. Yep. So can you I'm pretty sure you can like if you fam for it. Oh yeah, yeah. he'll he'll die. Yeah, yeah. He'll die. He can be, and, he and can be put, can into, put the break him zone. into the break zone. Like yeah, he can have his you, power uh, Luna Freya can just put him in the break zone yeah. okay so um i i think he's kind of like the the old lednar where when you run into him you're like the tax man's here he's kind of annoying but i, I don't i think he's too slow to really mm -hmm. make an impact yeah i agree john what do you think um so i think that he's a really good defensive card and the question I will pose to the group is name the time that a really good defensive card was really good, like tier one. Uh, you know, uh, oops, I'm out of them. Yeah. You know, like maybe Layla Viking kind of like Cagnazzo, right? Yeah, like, nice. like uh, it's been a long time since like, oh, haha, you can't get through my blocker. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he doesn't get broken uh, has been a huge thing. I mean, like Arden, you know, saw some play and was like sometimes... He's just that stone wall. But uh, I think that this guy is the king of neutral plays, right? He's the, mm -hmm. oh, I did the Marsh Ritz thing. I had three CP. I guess I can just uh, spend it on this. But at that point, I think you're just like already doing just fine. You can spend it on kind of anything. Um, yeah, I mean, people are very excited about him. So, hey, he's not name clashing, really, because people don't mm -hmm. play the other Lednar. Um, he's good in many of the same ways the other Lednar is good, which is why it's interesting to me that people just like, don't care about the other one at all, but uh, are very interested in this one. Um, especially because it's like the same kind of thing. I, I really don't like cards where um, my opponent has like the decision to make on how good the card is for me. Mm. So like, I can't ever depend on him having a counter on him that says he can't be broken. Yeah. Right? So it's just kind of like, I hope that that's good for me sometimes. Uh, and yeah. It's tough for me to play cards like that. Like, well, like, and on the yeah, even though it no. costs them a cost, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't matter what it costs; they'll pay their whole damn hand if it means like they win, kind of thing. You know, like I just mm -hmm. can't. Like the effect isn't always the same. 
Well, and that's why I am always going to give the nod to the old Lednar because whether they pay the two or not, I've still got a body that does everything on the card. Yeah. Like, and I can Phoenix that guy in. I can cheat that guy in. I can do stuff and not compromise half of his card text, you know? They also, on the other guy, have to pay every single time they, like, even try to, like, dull him. If, like, they try to get around his I can't be broken, they still have to pay. And, yeah, it's pay less, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, hey, it's it's dual element, so it's cool that, uh, you know, you can discard for both of these colors. And, uh, you know, he's searchable in TA, I guess, and all that jazz. Actually, they don't have a category tutor, do they? So, never mind. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. It's... uh, uh, I mean, hey, again, uh, I, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I've been very wrong on cards, so yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to be wrong when it comes to cards like that that kind of have unique, just when they have unique abilities that don't jump out at me. I'm I'm always prepared to be wrong. It's not that I think that he's bad. I just think uh, you probably you know it's tough to find the spots for everything, and he probably ends up yep. on the chopping block. I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping since it's a fire wind card that in a week there's going to be a backup and it's like when Lenar attacks he deals 3k to the field and then i'll be like okay like i can see why he's a bit more of a threat but yeah sure or maybe he's just like a one of in there because you know he's in the colors yeah. and he can kind of fix a little bit and you know but yeah, yeah I, I don't know uh we'll see Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, a card that I need no selling on because I don't give a shit. Uh, next up is the <laughs> next in the cycle of the one CP monsters. We have Abyss Worm, multi-unit one CP monster, category eight job uh, worm. He is a big worm. Right. He knows what he's about, dude. <laughs> that's right. He is. He, he is. He is the cowboys and aliens of this game. He tells you exactly what you're getting. Um, when Abyss Worm enters the field, choose a forward till the end of the turn. It gains three thousand power and brave. Uh, damage three becomes a forward with seven um with seven k power which i mean nothing to write home about it's just another one of those one cp monsters i don't think it'll see any play probably okay in limit in a limited environment but not much beyond that what do you guys think um i guess i'll go first um okay so i saw this card spoiled and i was like what is this garbage (laughs) why Mm -hmm. is this so warm here and so I, I'm sitting there looking at it and like three different Scions players messaged me and they're like, can I, can I pre-order like three foils of this? And I was like, well, no. And second, just curious why. And they're like, well, you play Uriyanje, he brings this in. Uh, and then you have a 7K forward who is making one like uh, Ida mm-hmm. 3K strong and brave. Um, I feel like he's better than most of your monsters, especially for one CP. Um, you can bring him in pretty easily. I, I don't think he's going to shatter the meta or anything like that, but I think he's pretty good if you can frequently use a gimmick to get him out, kind of like Uriange. Um, so for a one CP common, uh, I think it's pretty good. Okay. Well, that's that's some good selling, James. You, you're mm-hmm. selling you're selling me. I I respect that, John. What do you think? Uh, I'm on the same page, man. I think that this card is uh like you play it as like a one CP summon kind of thing where it gives somebody three K at Brave. I really like that it does both of those things. For one, when he comes in, and that you don't choose between that or the damage three. Like mm-hmm. he's also a forward to seven K power. So Chris, I mean, uh, like, would you play a one CP seven K that had an ETB effect to choose a forward and give it three thousand power and Brave? 
Maybe. Depends like, on how much depends on what the deck is and how much space I have. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, right. But that is that's like two CP dual it. element text, right? Mm-hmm. Like think about right. these two CP dual elements. It comes in and it's seven K. We talk about how that's way over curve because it's this dual mm-hmm. element card that's hard to play. And then you choose one of the two things. And I think like Prish gives like one thousand power in Brave or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like, yeah, hey, it's damage three, but this thing literally is better than the dual element Prish as like a forward. Um, and, and that and yeah. it's multiplayable. I I just think that uh, for one, there's a lot of bang for your buck here. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm gonna say with this, like mo- like you know, find me the room and the deck for these, and I'll be sold on it. Yeah, I um like we just kept saying like one CP forward. And I was like, and you know what? I'm sure there are Bart's players all over the place that will try to get this to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a hasty worm out for 10k brave or. Mm-hmm. something like that so. yeah. i'm also interested because uh, i mean we're going to cover another one later and i don't like that one nearly as much the effect is not nearly as good for one but still just the fact that they're all 7k at damage three uh i think most of these monsters are going to be like just uh, relevant to keep an eye on especially because uh like anything that's a water two cp monster you have to look really close at like oriandra and realm and then the new oriandra too the dual element mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely good selling boys all right, next up, we've got another uh, dual element card here. We have the um, the Aldor Emperor. He is a um, fire lightning forward job emperor, uh, category Brave Exvius. Uh, when Aldor Emperor enters the field, choose one of the three following actions. If you have received five points of damage or more, select up to two of the three. Uh, choose one forward, deal it 7,000 damage. Choose a forward of cost three or less, break it. Choose an active forward, deal it 8,000 damage. Um Really nothing to write home about here. It's a very straightforward. It do, I feel like it does what this element combination wants to do. Um, it's a bit slow. I, I don't know how much I like it at 5 CP, but I don't I don't hate this card. I think it's okay. I think if you're playing that um, that element combination, you're probably looking to play this guy. But what do you guys think? I'll take this one first. So I, mm-hmm. I think that uh, this guy is just what this element combination needs. This mm-hmm. element combination to this day has just not been a thing, really. Um, yeah. the, if you look at what lightning and fire share, it's, they share like hasting forwards and they yep. share damage packets, right? But fire is all about doing like smaller damage mm-hmm. packets that don't have any condition. And lightning's mm-hmm. all about doing bigger damage packets that have the active condition. So it's mm-hmm. like, there's a lot there together where you can kind of like, um, use them with each other, but this is nice because it bakes both of them into one card. So it's more flexible, uh, mm-hmm. it helps kind of just like smooth out their colors and uh, I don't really know that, you know, there are many of the five drop or like the 9k power guys who mm-hmm. like play nicely with any kind of combo between those yep. colors. So it's kind of cool to give that color combo a top end that's not a cadet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think agree. that just like this generically good neutral kind of dude is really yep. what uh, these color combinations need to just kind of bump them up. Absolutely. James, what do you think? So... Um... You had mentioned like this is a pretty straightforward card, and mm-hmm. fortunately for me, those are the type of cards I like. I tend mm-hmm. to avoid the crazy, brain-busting cards. Um, when I saw this card, I was like, okay, it's a pretty, it's pretty high on the CP. But most of the games I play, uh, Martian Ritz show up, and this card mm-hmm. says when when they enter, if you had five damage, break Martian Ritz. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, it's not amazing. I would probably put one mm-hmm. in my deck, um, but it just does its job. And after it kills something, you have a 9K on the field. So yep. it's decent. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Decent card. It's very straightforward. It, it 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 is you know the sum of its parts. Um, now this next one here, I'm, I'm gonna need a little more selling on this one. I don't, but I'm gonna preface that with this. I don't think this is a bad card by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't think it's giving ice what it needs. Um, that being said, it's a fi another five CP nine K. This is the ice legendary uh, Phasalis. Am I saying that right? Maybe sure. That's as good it's, as I think. Yeah, sure, that's, yeah. Right. That's, right. <laughs> that's right. Jabba, member of the orders. Uh, when Phasalis enters the field or attacks, if your opponent has three cards or less in their hand, select one of the two following actions. If your opponent has no cards in their hand, select up to two of the two. Instead, uh, choose one character, dull it, and freeze it. Draw a card. So. Those are your two options. Uh, it has an S, so premium Phasalis bullet. That sounds uh, that's that's pretty nifty. Uh, for S and two ice, choose a forward, deal it ten thousand damage. That uh, forward's controller discards one card from their hand. What do you boys think? Um, like I said, I don't. I think this card's good. I just don't think it's what Ice needs to really get back to like that. I, like Mono Ice used to be just a just a really really powerful deck. I feel like it's fallen off. Mm -hmm. these last few sets and i don't know if this is what they need because the dragon wasn't enough i don't think this is enough either maybe the two of them in tandem i don't know james chat me up so i'm kind of again i agree with you my my biggest thing with this card right now is um a lot of the people who are for this card they're like mm -hmm. yeah but look at the s you 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 kill something and then they discard um People selling me on S abilities is really difficult because I go, that's not something you can typically count on, like having another one in your hand, especially if she's the only version of this card, if there's no commons or, or whatever. Yep. Um, if you could play like nine copies of this and you're just murdering people and forcing them to discard at the same time, uh, I think she'd be great. Mm -hmm. Um she just doesn't seem as scary as, like, say, if you're playing Ice, uh, Legend Sephiroth, where he just enters this mm -hmm. card too. You already like, you already make them feel bad. And his S, um, was it just S or I think it's just S, S and S one, one Ice, right? One ice, yeah. Just seemed, and because there's so many Sephiroths, it seems just so much easier to go off. Um, oftentimes they end up paying the same cost for the S, <laughs> where they just right. overpay by one because it's mm -hmm. that good. Mm -hmm. um, I do think, let me see. I do like that it's um, both enter or attack. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can protect this card and it gets that time in, but unfortunately it seems just like the ice dragon where it's like, yeah, if it sticks around for a while, but do cards stick around for a while in this yep. game? Uh, if this card had cannot be targeted by summons or cannot be targeted by abilities, I'd like it, but I don't know if there's a room for this in a, in I'd, a ice deck. I'd like it more if it costs three or four, like if it costs four, I'd love it. If it costs three, I think it might be busted. But you know that that's if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, you know we'd all have a merry Christmas. But uh, right. John, what do you think? Uh, I think that when we were first talking about this card, I was just like, I don't like this card at all. And then I came mm -hmm. back in the group and I was like, I'm coming around on it a little bit because I like, mm -hmm. I, I think that like the S is so good. But it's like, no, I don't think that's the reason to play the card. I think that like obviously the first part of the card has to be good too. But at least like this is uh, rewarding for like filling your deck with it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, the problems I see are like 
you would want to do that in like uh like an earth ice right where you can kind of like abuse it or maybe make sure you get it or be able to search it more often with things like Gabranth or whatever um and i just don't know that ffbe cares about like there's no synergy for the category or anything that really helps this card this card actually is basically just uh it, it, what you see is right there it's all in one it's like a lunchable it's just like yep. like it, it's like not quite the lunch you're looking for but it's a lunch it's and, legally you know, lunch yeah and, and like it's all right there you know the convenience of just like oh, i just put this card in the deck uh i could just put three of this in the deck and there's like a decently powered ice card right it's like good in a couple different ways uh i said that i don't think this is a card that ice needs to like catapult itself back into relevance but i think if ice ends up being uh like mid-range mono ice ends up being good again this is probably in that deck sure yeah that, that sounds like we're all on the same page on this one all right next up one we can kind of gloss over here we've got a 4 cp lightning ford uh clavat it's a standard unit job crystal uh, category crystal chronicles uh multi-unit uh, when Clavat enters the field, choose one monster of cost three or less. If the cost paid to cast the Clavat includes win CP, break it. Uh, when Clavat enters the field, choose a Ford of cost three or less. If the cost paid to cast Clavat uh, included water CP, return it to its owner's hand. Um, I don't think it's going to see much play. I mean, it does two things that this does catch three CP monsters, which is cool. But I feel like if you're playing Wind Lightning, you don't really give a shit about that anyway. Uh, if you're playing Lightning Water, uh, this card is just not fast, but it could also just remove a blocker out of the way. But I just don't know if you've got room for it. What do you guys think? John, you first. Uh, I well, The thing I like the most about this card is the implications, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of the implications. I just like that there are probably uh ffcc standard units and the other colors that have cool effects yes. for two other elements. I like mm-hmm. the idea of a cycle of cards that are like the commons, that just encourage these uh, multi-element strategies in new ways. But yeah, this guy isn't uh, anything special, I don't think. James, how about you? Um, I mean, if you're playing Locals or Kitchen Final Fantasy and the person you play with constantly plays uh, Death Gaze 9, mm-hmm. sure, it's good. But other than that, uh, no, no, sir. Yeah, I agree. So moving on from that one, next up, uh, we've got another summon here in the cycle, you know, quotation marks, uh, but Opus 1 called and they want their Bahamut back. It's a (laughs) 5CP Bahamut EX burst. If you have received five points of damage or more, the cost required to cast Bahamut is reduced by three. So then it becomes a 2CP EX burst like the rest of them. Um, EX burst, choose a forward, deal at 8,000 damage. If it's put from the field to the break zone this turn, remove it from the game instead. Um... I'm not really a fan of this card. Um, I don't like that the three CP is kind of front loaded. That you need to that you're you need to be at damage five for this card to really be efficient. But but Chris Chris, you can play Fang and reduce the cost. Um, <laughs> don't give a shit about that. You're you're asking me to put a bunch of not good cards into my deck to make this card be kind of playable. I think I genuinely think that fire summons. There's a line in the sand at this point. It needs to be named Ifrit. It needs to interact with Ifrit, or it needs to like give haste. Or Or Yamatarasu. 
<laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Like or, or or renamed Amaterasu. Like that like, that's it. These damage summons just uh, they miss the mark so often. And how do you come out with like the one CP Ifrit recently and you're just like, oh my god, they, oh wow, they get it. Yes. Like look at the rate on this thing. And then you mm -hmm. see this guy and you're like, so after I do my, you know, triple backflip cartwheels, my reward mm -hmm. is <laughs> eight thousand damage and maybe right. remove Which the thing from the game good if enough. you know. Yeah. It's just um yeah, but, like there's so many like at this point you're like man i need to jam three amaterasus in my deck but i also want to play fire summons that kill things okay like three ifrit three of the other ifrit that pump my guy like man now i'm already upset i don't have room for like belias's it's just like what like where's this guy i, I don't know but john john it but moody from the game john but moody and it removes him from the game john don't give a shit that yeah, doesn't well, matter uh, yeah that is <laughs> So, um, I, I, I can't remember if it was like Zaim or, or someone. They were like, hey, James, did you see the Bahamut spoiler? I was like, no. I look at the card and I see the artwork and I'm like, holy crap, this card's going to be amazing. Like, I, I love the artwork and its tactics and blah, 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 blah. Um, I hate this card. <laughs> like, I hate it. James um, has spoken. <laughs> I <laughs> don't know why you would play this when you have like Ranjit. Yeah. <laughs> um, who would obliterate something, uh, which if you're playing, I think, fire control, typically you're you're ramping up backups pretty fast because you have Ace and all these uh, other backups mm -hmm. um, that are cheap. Um, and then you have a body, which is what mm -hmm. a lot, like, you look at the new Rain. Mm -hmm. um, this card, you, and if you're playing fire, you want the game to end early. You want to nuke stuff, stab people, mm -hmm. and hope the game doesn't drag out. Um, I don't care that it's EX burst. Um, no, like I yeah, and like you said, even uh, even with Fang and Moody and whatever else, unless there's a new Fang that's just like, if you have Fang and you cast Bahamut, like destroy a, a backup, like one of their backups. It has to be something insane. Mm -hmm. uh, nope, it's it's Garbaggio. That don't yep. look like a Mega Flare to me, dude. I right. don't. Looks like a sparkler to me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, we have another card that's kind of polarizing here. This was the uh, Legendary Wolf game spoiler. Um, we have Gudone. It's a 4CP 9K Earth Wind uh, member of the Order's Brave Exvius. Uh, has Brave innately, and Gudone cannot become dull by your opponent's summons or ability. So Guy, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one is a double Guy, because he can attack twice in the same turn. I'm hearing a lot of different things about this card. There's people that love it, and then there's people that don't really give a shit. I'm kind of in the I'm kind of like in the middle. I think I think the a card like Guy has has become past his prime. But I think you have a 4 CP 9K that accelerates the game for you in the elements that you can kind of do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I can see this guy seeing play as maybe like a one of because you don't hate him as a one of. He's also he's he's just a big body. So I don't know what to think. I think it's fine. I don't think it's because we've seen cards that do what he does, like the lightning knoll that gets to attack twice. We've seen cards that get to attack twice that have seen fringe play or do multiple damage that see fringe play. So I don't know. I think it's an okay card. I don't think it's a bad card, but is it good enough to be in the 50? John, that's the question I present to you, sir. 
Look, he's like a Dr. Robotnik-looking dude. He's in like uh, mm-hmm. like this flying little egg pod kind of thing, and he's got what looks like, I don't know, like some kind of guns attached to his neck. So, you know, I have to give him a second look. Um, you know, all right, so you look at this whole package together. He's got Brave. He can't become dull. He can attack twice. So it's like you stick him out. Uh, they are going to have to kill him. They're not going to be able to, like, stop him from attacking or stop, you know... And so every turn, he's just going to swing in twice for 9k. So mm-hmm. he'll trade, you know, maybe two things out, assuming you're, if you're attacking, you're not just going for, like, uh, they have, like, a 9k guy, right? So you figure mm-hmm. he either does a point of damage and trades a guy, or he trades two guys out. Um, so, so, like, once this guy's on the board, definitely uh, very safe kind of, like, pressure to keep on every turn. Mm-hmm. Nice neutral play kind of guy. I just think that in wind earth you have access to like the entire world like mm-hmm. like the every single final fantasy tcg card ever printed can be played in the wind earth element combination so yeah. uh it makes it real tough to get a spot on the team and uh gudon is trying real hard he, he made himself this big machine so that he can compete but he's just not as athletic as the other kids and uh, you That's know right. no matter how much that makes him upset uh, he really just can't compensate with this technology. It's, it's. I don't think it's enough for him here. He's like the wrestling indie darling that's trying to get signed by AEW, and it's just not happening yet. He we'll comes see. back and he's like, "Look at my newest machine!" And everyone's just like, uh, "Yeah, good on that's nice, dude." But uh, like, like Locke, uh, while you were gone, dude, Locke came over. And yeah, he took your spot. We're sorry, man. He, uh, like like one spot opens and he comes over. He's like, guys, I heard the spot was open. Like, check it out. Check out my newest invention. Like, oh yeah, ooh, bad news, dude. Turns out we found room for Renoa because uh, yeah. she's pretty good friends with Locke. So yeah, we got her on the inside. And then uh, he's like, guys, guys, I heard there was another spot. Like, oh god, oh man, it's really awkward. But uh, Phil and Ron kind of uh, they they just uh, I don't know, man. Their resumes were were really impressive. <laughs> Yeah, maybe yeah, next they, they time. Maybe next too. time. Yeah, if you'd, if you'd yeah. come yesterday. Ugh. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I don't what know. What do you think? <laughs> um, I think it's it's a, a decent card. I, I think the biggest thing that happened when when this was spoiled um, was with Opus Thirteen because a lot of Ice players have been like, "Square, you need to help us out. Like, we 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 want to see, uh, we want to jump back into the meta and stuff like that." Um, this card just kind of further cemented that, like, if ice became a thing, uh, people would be packing maybe like one or two of these, and it would mm-hmm. be really difficult for ice to deal with. Um, I think and just like guy, just like guy was back in the day, right? Back then, if you if you were just ice and guy showed up, you're like, I don't have the power because ice forwards are, are a bit mm-hmm. lower, mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I can't do anything. Um, Way less deck building cost than guy though, like by a lot. Which is mm. yeah. Uh so I think it's okay. I think it's guy 2.0. Um if you get this on the field and they can't deal with him, I'm sure it's pretty annoying to just have him uh, you know, ramming into their field. Um but I, I think it, it needs support because any forward could say you, you know, like you have Archangel who's like when he hits, it deals too, but it's like, yeah, but he's got to get there. Yeah. Exactly. He's got to cross uh, the red zone. So it's it's okay, and it's something that if ice explodes into, you know, into the meta, then they have to consider this. But yep. it, it's decent. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, next up is a card that I'm coming around on. It's a it's the Box Art Lightning. It's a two CP uh, Wind Lightning forward job savior. That's debatable in some circles. Uh, she's a two CP five K. Uh, when Lightning enters the field, select one of the two following actions. Search for one card named Odin. Add it to your hand, or Lightning gains haste until the end of the turn. Um, I like this card a lot. Um, there's it just it. I like it because it do, it interacts with other things, right? Like it's you if you've got the backup set up, which I assume you wouldn't win lightning, you can you know it, it technically replaces itself if you choose the Odin. Um, you can play you can play it off of Aranea, which is huge, and you can you know replace you know some of the CP spent for Aranea. Or you can just give that haste and you know, or whatever. So I think it has some neat tools. I don't think it's like a must play, but I think it does it does check some boxes. What do you guys think? James, I'll start with you. Um, so the lightning gains haste until the end of the turn doesn't excite me that much because then it's just basically Tifa from Opus One. Yep. Um, but I do think that paying two and then getting getting two CP back via Odin. Is pretty good, although you're never playing this turn one because, or you know, with just one backup or something like that, because you have to have both. Um, I think there is a big enough variety of Odins where it's like, are they playing a two CP, a three CP? Are they playing a huge thing that you know, if you're playing big Odin? Um, I think it gives you options to deal with whatever the threat is sitting across from you. Yep. Um, I think it's pretty good, but it has to be in some sort of like super lightning Odin deck or, or something like that. Which at that point you're fighting for the space with the six CP lightning, Correct. which is like the Odin master. Well, that's exactly what throws me off about this card is I want to see so badly an Odin that deals something like does something to damage forwards. What did I pitch to you guys in the group? I said something. I mean, now this is like crazy. They're not going to put this out. But I was like, man, I want like a Zantetsuken Odin that uh, when he comes in, if he any damage forward he sees on the whole field, he just like kills. Yeah. Like, you know, like make that cost whatever it's got to cost. You know, it's like a Zodiac whatever equivalent kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, and make him just like come out and, oh, you know, he's got this big Zantetsuken type effect and it's double sided or whatever it has to be. Um right. And because, like, Lightning Wind cares, the whole deck identity is it cares about damaged forwards and, like, mm-hmm. these interactions between them. Um, or I guess they both share haste as well as, like, a color. But uh, most of the Lightning Wind cards are just like, oh, ping a guy, kill a damaged guy. You know, damage packet one, damage packet two. And mm-hmm. the Odin deck is, like, a no-brainer mono-lightning kind of build. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the wind aspect of this, like, helps the Odin deck not a single bit. Uh, but it has this really, really, really efficient card that tutors an Odin. Mm-hmm. So, I-, I don't know. It's interesting to me. I think that it- it's, like, slightly at odds with its color pairing. But um, also, just, wow, what that like what a stupid efficient card. Right, if you just yep. have two backups, play yeah. this and get an Odin of choice, like a target kills something. I mean, whatever Odin you search will be killing something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, uh, I would like, I mean, and that's just me wanting everything, I guess. But I just want like a slightly more exciting Odin for Wind Lightning. No, yeah. I, I, I kind of agree. And something I've, I've been wanting for a long time, even though I don't really play these colors, is I want them to do a thing where it's like an Odin summon. He comes out and he kills something. But then he becomes a forward, 
and give him like an S ability or something where if mm. you, typically you're playing so many Odins like in a lightning deck. Or oh, whatever. there's your Zantetsuke and S. There. So you can feed him with all the other Odins or have the 13 Odin have synergy with light, you know, something like that. But mm. uh, mm -hmm. I mean, give we're, Odin we're, the Bahamut treatment. Right. So and with 13 sets in, it, it's getting hard to pack uh, everything you want into a deck. So. Dude, show me that other lightning card that we have, the hero. It has an S ability. Show me an S ability where you can uh, discard an Odin to pay for the S. That'd be awesome. And then it gives you a reason, to, like, you run this one, too. So you run this early, and you can, like, search an Odin, but also this can pay for the, uh, the S on the lightning. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm Ifs and butts, man. Ifs and butts. Yeah. Here's a card I don't uh, have to stretch too much for, though, dude. I'm excited about this next one. Exactly. Next oh, card yeah. is a fun one. It's a 4CP backup, a new Zemus. Uh, Job Lunarian. Uh, he's pretty much Sage 2.0. When Zemus enters the field, choose one for it in your break zone, add it to your hand. Uh, and at damage three, when Zemus enters the field, choose one backup in your break zone and add it to your hand. Card's really, really good. You know, it, he, it's, it's like Sage, but he's not locked to Lightning, so you can get really any forward. Um, he's essentially a two CP backup at all times, and at damage three, he's a free backup. So, and that's never bad. Uh, category four is relevant um, depending on the deck you're playing. Uh, just a solid, solid card. Uh, James, what do you, uh, John? What do you think? Uh, I just, yeah, it's really, it's just really good. <laughs> it's just a really good card that is not competing mm -hmm. in any way whatsoever with either of the other Zemus cards. Yep. Uh, just incredible Final Fantasy four lightning backup. Yes, please, more daddy. Yep. James, what do you think? Um, so I love this card. Uh, I know there's actually a lot of people who don't like the art, but he's standing on kind of like the crystal flooring where mm -hmm. in the game when you fight him, that's where he's standing. And the I forgot the the name of the monsters that you fight on the way to him, but it's that like purple spirit thing that's mm -hmm. like, you know. Um, so I really like that. Um, not that you're playing too many four characters in lightning other than i think kane but it's more four stuff if, if you're trying to to build that up mm -hmm. um and in, and it's efficient as hell if you're at damage three which is very easy uh you get a backup uh you know you get to choose a backup add it to your hand get a forward add it to your hand it's like yeah. and like and like john said you're no one's playing dark zemus to you know no. Not let forwards block or or whatever it used to do. So uh, lightning legend forward. And this and this is such a great card in the dragoon list. You're like, all right, well, I'll get that dragoon backup that I broke earlier. Oh, and I'll go ahead and grab this Freya to you know nuke you again. Right, um, and so. we uh we got a new two CP nine K dragoon mm -hmm. who's in lightning. So yep, we uh, love it. Yep. Cool. Next up, uh, sound the alarms, boys. We got another. Final Fantasy Tactics forward, not named Ramza or Delita. I'm really excited about this one. It's a uh, Merrick, Maroc. Merrick sounds cooler. Um, so 4CP, uh, Lightning Forward, 8K, Job, Netherseer. Um, when Maroc uh, enters the field, your opponent selects one forward they control. Deal 4,000 damage to all of the other forwards opponent controls. I like this card. James, what do you think? Um, well, it's it's uh, it's got the I guess we could say formally par for the chorus power. Um, AK is mm -hmm. not bad. Um, I like it a lot. I think that uh, 
being able to just deal four kid everything and i'm and i'm kind of stumbling here because i forgot what his sister does and i know they spoiled her and i can't find oh, her. Rafa. me get there for you you just yeah. keep going um but with her uh water lightning is not the most foreign of colors to to work together i think she mm -hmm. was water um she's also no. a lightning backup yeah rafa's lightning uh oh, she's lightning okay there you go um if yeah. your card name Morocco you control deals damage to a forward, the damage increases by 1,000 instead. So it does. it's going to do 5k to everything. And then mm -hmm. damage 3, you tap, put her in the break zone, and choose up to 3 forwards opponent controls and deal them 4,000 damage. So you can technically board wipe with those two, uh, right? depending on the they're side. They're going to choose something to keep, though. Mm -hmm. But that's fine. Yeah, so I think with the way um, you can basically vomit forwards out, in the meta right now there's a lot of forwards that bring out other forwards and stuff like that uh instead of having to rely on lightning where it's like break one forward and that costs whatever amount of cp um i think he's a nice control card he's not busted or anything like that um but i also have noticed that there's a lot of new tactics cards that go for every you know if you have x amount of tactics cards like the new ramza uh he just adds to that so you can kind of go with a tactics lightning control deck mm -hmm. um so i think it's pretty good yep i agree i agree john your thoughts i don't like it fair enough uh, say no more i don't like anything where my opponent gets to decide how bad it is for them like they're gonna pick fair the enough. best guy so like i'll never yeah. kill their best guy and it requires a lot of other stuff and like by himself he's not mm -hmm. gonna like like, 4,000 damage is probably not going to wipe their board of guys, right? It's not like a Fina-type dealio. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, if I have the backup down, it's 5, right? So if I have the backup down, okay, he does 5,000 damage to everything except, you know, the 5,000 power guy that they'll choose with the ability. Uh, mm -hmm. I look at this, and I think it's cool with other effects that care about, like, all the damaged guys, but most of those don't care about Final Fantasy tactics. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, Water doesn't care about that at all. There's no tactics dudes in Wind. And um, I, I just, like, I feel like this is the old... Uh, like when people start putting Amaranth and Queen in their Final Fantasy IX decks because they're like, guys, but Avivi sees seven characters and deals ten thousand damage. It's like, okay, stop, stop. Like you're you're just playing cards because they say FF9 on them. Like this card doesn't right. belong here, kind of thing. When you know a good player is just gonna do it off their backups. Yeah, I mean this yeah. uh this card like I I really 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 want there to be Final Fantasy Tactics characters that I'm not forcing into the list to make this Rams a better. And. and this feels okay. like I'm forcing right. it into the list to make the ramps a better. Yeah, I was just going to say, because as you were going over it, I was like, now now I just realized, if they only have one forward, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's just a uh, super vanilla. Right. If they have yep. two guys, he's like, Furion. <laughs> On okay. the guy you don't want to hit. You right. know what I mean? It's just, I, I, so I said it with Lednar too, I just hate cards where I play the card and they go, I hope my opponent lets this be really good for me. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I hope this works out. No, dude, I want to play a card where I know it works out, and they have to, like, do something to stop it from working out. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's, like, ways to put your opponent in, like, catch-22 type situations. Uh, I, I imagine that this card is just supposed to be, like, very flavorful. I know he's a common that does, like, board-wide damage, so, you know, it's kind of powerful for a uh, for a common. But, yeah, I mean, like, man, I, I really hope that there's, like, like four or five more Final Fantasy Tactics characters at this rate because it's uh, it's looking like a stretch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's fair well next up john we got your boy we got a oil boil <laughs> there he is oil boil boy it's oil boil uh, uh it's the it's the water version of the one cp uh 7k monster cycle 
Uh, when oil boil enters the field, draw a card, then discard a card from your hand. So come in, you loot, uh, damage three, oil boil becomes a Ford with uh, 7,000 power or more. I just love saying, boil boy, do I love saying oil boil. Oil boil, yeah. Uh, so this is the guy I was referencing earlier when I said that not all of them were going to be as good as I thought Abyss Worm was. And yeah, I just don't think this guy's very good. Yeah, it, it is what it is. James, what do you think? Uh, you're never going to find space in your deck for this. So. Correct. Correct. What is that boil thing he's boy. got coming out of it? Like He's got like a like anteater-looking mouth yeah. thing going on. He's got that? something. He's that's got a, something, a, dude. He's got a weird-looking card. <laughs> all right. Moving, right, on. moving on. Next up is a card that I'm I'm I I want to like and I do like, but I just don't know I don't know where it belongs. I think it just needs some more pieces. It's a two CP Luneth. It's a Warrior of Light backup. Um, so two CP Luneth fire backup for one and tap. Choose one job standard unit forward or job Warrior of Light forward you control until the end of the turn. It gains a thousand power and haste. You can only use this ability during your turn. Now, obviously, we've seen the uh, we've seen the Ingus, or yeah, the Ingus version um, mm-hmm. for Earth. I like the idea of haste. I like being able to turn on my Lina when she comes in. I like being able to maybe set up an instant party with Soul mm-hmm. when he comes in. So I just the only thing I wish is I wish outside of the five CP Light Refia. I wish if there was a way to like search this guy, get this guy out on the board. You can search man. him with the backup, yeah, with uh, Sarah. No, it's Job Warrior of Light Forward. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah let me double, let me double check that. No, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this guy is. Uh... Oh, maybe it's the other one I'm thinking of that. Uh, oh, Aria. Nope, searches Sarah. forward. No, the seven. I'm, I'm taking Sarah. a look. That, so yeah, maybe you can play him, or maybe not. I just like I like. There's something that works with the. No, nope, it's it's, it's forward. Oh, yeah. It's forward. Well, also, yeah, they all say forward. Uh, Refia is the only one that lets you just search for it and put it on the field. Yeah, but then I feel like you're missing out by not playing uh, Lena, which I think is just probably the light card of choice in most Warrior of Light lists. Mm. But I don't know. I like this card. I like this card a lot. I just. I don't want to have to play three of it. If Ferris can't make you know? it free either, like but, she can make it one, which is weird. And I think the but, other problem I'm having with it is you're taking away from a Warrior of Light forward that helps push what that deck is trying to do. If we get a new forward in fire, like a new Warrior of Light that doesn't have any name clash, then you snap play this as the backup, and then the Fire Luneth just kind of goes away. Right. I was. That's exactly how I felt. Um, I think a lot of people first saw this and they thought it was a standard unit that was a Warrior of Light, and they're like, "That's awesome!" Like now I have an easy to access like Warrior of Light. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Lunith, which you're probably playing already in Warriors of Light. Yeah. Um, I don't play Warriors of Light, but since forever I have wanted more mm-hmm. fire backups mm-hmm. that not. Not that they grant haste when they arrive, but when you decide, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yep. Um, if it was if it was just dull, give a standard unit haste. Uh, I think in like samurais or ninjas or something yeah. like that. Uh, I don't like paying one and dulling. Um, it's not horrible because you also get a one k, so that's probably why they threw that in. Uh, ironically, I think in some non warrior of light decks. He's pretty good. Um, 
maybe I mean Dragoons already get tons of haste as it is, but mm-hmm. um, so I think it's pretty good, but I don't think you're jamming this in immediately into like the deck you would think he would go in. This goes in Fire Earth Monks, Chris. I mean, I can see that absolutely. You, the Job Warrior of Life Forward could be uh, uh, what's her face too, Growl. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's getting weird. Um, that, the the yeah. one thing I do like is if you have it in your hand and you have you have Ferris on the board, like Ferris can make this card free. Uh, she no, reduces uh, the cost it, it of can't a warrior. Be zero, play. Right? It can't be zero though, so she makes some cost. Uh one. yeah, you're right. So, so she makes some cost like one. I mean, you know. Yeah, which is uh fine, but... yeah, yeah. He's got the um he's got the juice for Bart's too though, kinda, right? Haste yeah. up those uh, haste up Bart's and standard units. So if you're playing like the birds, yeah, yes. it does give Bart's haste without the uh, without the need for Boko, and then that'll give you the chance to search for Boko. Then you can get the Boko trigger off the you know off the damage. So maybe the maybe there's CP something backup. there. I like this card. Yeah, he he. So basically, I'm looking at this guy. He's uh he's interceptor, right? He just instead yep. of FF six, he hits uh he hits some other different things, but he also gives mm-hmm. him that plus one thousand power. Um. So I mean I think he's interesting. I think he's yeah. not bad by any means. Just maybe a little yeah. weird in certain Warrior of Light lists. Yeah, he'll be better if we get another Warrior of Light without name clashed, and he'll be a snap mm-hmm. no brainer three of. I'm also really excited to see um the other two. Yes, the Refia, absolutely. The Refia probably most of all. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Uh, agreed. All right, well, next up, we've got another fire uh, heroic. We've got a new reign, Job King. Hail to the king, baby. Uh, he's a 6 CP 7K. I'm turned off already. There, go, there goes my boner. Um, <laughs> oh, so gone. the cost required to cast rain is reduced by one for each fire backup you control. Eh. When rain enters the field or attacks, choose one forward opponent controls, deal it 1,000 damage for each backup you control, and a damage three rain gains haste. Not too bad. Not too bad. I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know if this guy makes the cut. I mean, I could maybe see it in like samurai lists. I think he kind of adds to that like cyan. What you're doing with cyan? Uh, it's kind of funny. This guy's just like I know this is a weird parallel. People might laugh at me for saying this kind of thing, but like, so I'm looking at Rain. I'm thinking of his best life, and I'm like, okay, so you got five fire backups down, right? And he costs one, and he enters mm-hmm. the field, and he deals five thousand damage, and mm-hmm. then. If it's damage three, he has haste, and he swings, and he does like another five. So, and if you have absolutely everything, if you have absolutely everything, you can uh, play one CP and then attack with a seven K, and you dealt one thing seven thousand damage, and it's mm-hmm. like, uh, sorry, one thing ten thousand damage. So you killed mm-hmm. like one guy, and you're swinging with rain, who is probably gonna die unless the only thing they had that could block a seven K was yep. uh, that one forward that you nuked. Uh, and I'm just like, man, dude, this guy feels like, uh, like whatever the one CP, whatever the one CP fire monster is, is probably just like, uh, as good as this guy, right? Like, like it's always a damage three, seven K it costs one and it probably has some kind of enter where it does burn damage. Uh, I, and it works before five backups, man. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this guy. Actually, I guess I kind of do know. I don't really like very much. So, so interestingly enough like this is like probably my favorite card oh really um, okay in opus 13 now the thing is um everything you guys said is like exactly right uh the the thing is um when you're playing control fire a lot of times something happens where it's like okay i can do a frida or i can do this 
um, where you're pinging multiple things. Like you play the the ace back up, so you almost kill something. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of cards almost kill something. Um, when he comes in, I think the key play is you've played something to to wound or like almost kill a forward. He comes in, kills something, and then when he swings, he kills something else and gets in. He's just kind of like the finishing touch you need to make other combos work. Um, it's true. So I mean, he has an awful lot of action, too, at damage three for, like, you know, one, two, or even three CP for this guy. Right. He does what I think... Um, so, like, for my contr uh, fire control deck, he does everything I've been asking for a card to do, is he enters, he he does something, he uh, he gains haste, he can attack, and then when he attack, he can probably kill something else. Or if they only have one forward, he does it on his own. Um, and the other thing is, we were just talking about another... Uh, so, you have Ranjit, or Ranjit, mm -hmm. Um so you put him with rain and some other fire cards, and it's all building up to like I need to ramp up my backups. So that's what I'm doing anyway, and then I can just start going on like a killing spree. And since you're giving, since a lot of fire cards just come in and do that anyway, uh, it works. Will you see him in like any other deck other than like fire control or like some sort of aggro? I, I don't think so. So that's just my kind of take on it from from the type of cards I play. Uh, mm -hmm. In that specific thing, I think he's amazing. Otherwise, he's not impacting things enough mm -hmm. to, to make it in other decks. No, that's fair. That's that's a fair assessment, I think. I think we're all kind of on the same page on this guy, for sure. Mm -hmm. Speaking of going next, on a killing spree... Right. Yeah. <laughs> next up, we've got fucking Robocop over here. We got our man Jake from State Farm and Mother Russia. State Farm calls you. Um, 3CP 7K. That's right. It's 3CP 7K Marksman Lightning Forward named Jake uh, Brave Exvius. When Jake enters the field, choose one active forward opponent controls. Deal it 3,000 damage for each CP of a different element uh, you paid to cast Jake. So... Jake is. They think they uh they 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 left a uh, a letter out of his name. There should be an in there. He should be Jank, because I don't know if you're the ever going to get like <laughs> you're going really all just around your elbow to get to your wrist just to do nine k to something. That's that right. card's exhausting. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it turns out I guess if you're already playing like uh, maybe you're playing like Wind Lightning. And you have a way to just get like an extra element off the backups. Like he ends up feeling like a dual element forward, uh, mm -hmm. who's like a triple element forward, and he enters and deals nine k, and like that's pretty good. But even at just the two, he enters. He's a seven who enters and does six. Uh, like maybe, but yeah, eh. yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Uh, you are not, <laughs> you are not bringing back Al Cid for this card. No. Um, <laughs> no. In they seem to be pushing fire lightning in this set, so maybe you'll be dealing 6k, but I don't like that you have to go fire backup, lightning backup, um, which kind of gets janky. So, yeah, I'm not not too crazy about him. 
Yeah, no, fair enough. Next time. Um, yeah, not much happening here. Yeah, I just I, I kind of zoned out on Jake here, but I also saw Matt Rice just staring at his time. guns, dude. That's all it is. You're That's just right. Fucking like... <laughs> a gun show. Um, but next up, we've got another four CP lightning backup that I do like. Um, uh, four CP socket the new Sakura. Uh, you can only pay light uh, with lightning CP to cast Sakura. Uh, when she enters the field, choose a four of cost four or less opponent controls and break it. It's very much a, a Seymour type card. Um, it's fine. The card's fine. What do you guys think? Um, I, I think it's a lightning backup that does lightning things. Yeah, so... that's, that's about the best way to describe it. There Dude, it's a better mono lightning card than the Sakura Legend. Yeah, agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, card's just really, really good for mono lightning. All right, next up, we've got another pretty straightforward card. It's a 3CP water backup. It's a Luca Job Cirrus. Uh, the category Brave XPS Forge you control gain 1,000 power. Oops. Cool. We dropped this yeah. in water by accident. Yep, shame. They're all over the fucking place. Too bad the only Brave XPS Forge in water is like uh, Folka, who give me a call when that sees play at your local. Exactly. And um, Nickel. Nickel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like BE seems like it's getting a lot of support this set. This just seems like it's in a very strange color. Yeah, they're giving them the FFL treatment. They're putting the forwards in one color and all the backups in another. And mm-hmm. like, or like they're putting the forwards across multiple elements, but they're pigeonholing the backup in the one element that like you don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. So that about sums that up. Yep. So next up, we got a we got a, the Water Legend. This one's uh, this one's got people talking. It's a new Avelia. She's a 3CP backup, job princess, category tactics. Um, when a category FFT Ford you control is put from the field into the break zone, draw a card. This effect will trigger only once per turn. Um, she has an S, uh, Aegis, for S and tap. Choose a Ford you control until the end of the turn. It gains haste, and when this Ford is put from the field into the break zone, play this forward from the break zone onto the field dull. Okay. Uh, man, let, let James go first, <laughs> or you yeah. can go first. <laughs> well, I, I'll, 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 I'll uh, go ahead, James. Go ahead, tee uh, us up. So to kick this off, um, if you were on the, if you were looking at the NA page, this spoiler before it was spoiled was getting really hyped up because it was mentioned. It wasn't Agrius, uh, Ramza, or Delita, like the typical crew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know, everyone was like Gafgarian, Wygraf, like. A million other characters. Uh, when I saw it was her, I was like, "Oh, come on!" Um, I like I like the character and everything, but I and the real slap in the face is Delita's on the card too, and he's got that. He's got my face, like my yes. reaction to. Uh, um, I feel like I, I don't like her. Uh, so her S ability is really good, but what I would have liked is um, if it would have given a forward like. An age, an Aegis token or or counter or something. So they had yep. it. Uh, it would be amazing. The the pressure that you better use it on this turn. Like you have to fan for it or something. Uh, I I don't love that. Um, and yeah, when a forward you control is put from the field in the break zone, draw a card. Drawing cards is great, but kind of like John's been saying this whole time. Nine out of ten times, it's up to your opponent if your forward's going in the break zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you could Famfrit a tactic forward, draw a card, S, and then it comes back and, you know, whatever. Um, 
we're so buying. Is this a, is this a tool assisted speed run? <laughs> right. Yeah, we're, we're buying the 747 <laughs> just to get the free peanuts. Like, like that's how the card works in the task, dude. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and for, for a legend, which I hate saying that, like having the rarity dictate what it does. But I mean, I, I see a lot of common backups where I'm just like, sure, I'd try that. Mm-hmm. This, um, if you're playing knights, which is a lot of tactics cards, you're not playing this one. Mm-hmm. You're playing Opus One. The yeah. art is gorgeous, but this is a this is a thumbs down for, from me. Dude, her hands are out begging Square Enix please for more Final Fantasy Tactics forward. She's like, please, can just something else, like God damn. So like like I wanted to go back on the post where it's like, hey, just so you guys know, it's not Agrius Delita or Delita, and just or sorry, Agrius Delita or Delita, Agrius Delita Ramza, and, and just be like, uh, can we actually just get one of those? Yeah. Uh, actually, I take it back. Like <laughs> shit, I would take another one of those, I guess, instead. Uh, like, dude, I hate that they made a really good Legend Agrius card, and it's always bad with every Final Fantasy Tactics card they've made after it. Like, mm-hmm. always. Like, why is this Ovelia cost three and encourage you to play a bunch of them in your deck for ages, so that you have to go back and try and convince yourself that you want to play the Opus One Agrius? Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe they even typed in that article that Opus One Agrius is like, oh, man, look at this card's great. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Even when the two cost backup was good, I we didn't play that card. Like, it was hard to find a space in the deck for that card. Dude, I qualified for Nats with Knights in like Opus Four or Five or whatever it was and didn't play the Agrius that searches for the Ovelia. Like, it, it's just... The two cost of Elliot, we're talking about how we're already trying to bend over backwards to get enough Final Fantasy Tactics characters out to make this mm-hmm. Ramza work. And now, like, okay, the two cost backup is one of the only, like, early plays to kind of invest in getting a lot of those guys on the table. Now that the forwards were competing with each other, I guess we have to start making the backups compete with each other. I just don't get it. It's really difficult to take advantage of this card. This card feels like that, like nobody played Luna Freya and they were upset, so they just tried again. To make some kind of like card that really wants your guy to die chump blocking or something. I, I just don't understand. Um well, it's well, never been a successful all... strategy for water, so it's just weird. And again, this goes back to you know, you're talking about drawing cards, you know, we're 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 taking the long way to get there. And I just genuinely wish that for a card like this, you know, legends should do legendary things, right? Like, and yeah, this like, just maybe, doesn't do that. Like, right. if, if I could draw cards every time a tactics forward went to the break zone, that might be a little bit better. We also that would currently have no... maybe play like the big, like the big Thamfrit that can take two of my guys out. Then I'll draw two cards, almost recouping that loss. Um, but like, I, I don't see a world where I'm not, I'm not playing one of this. I'm sure as shit not playing three of this. Uh, there's not even like a tactics guy that wants to go to the break zone. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, there's not like that. There's like the Ramza that gets guys back, but there's no kind of like mm-hmm. dual synergy here. It's just, it's so Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think the only tactics forward I could think of was uh, not Zalbag. There was the other lightning one that I think it oh, deals Dice like... Dark. Dice Dark yeah. when he dies, yeah. But it's like, who... And these guys shouldn't have uh, any synergy together with <laughs> Ophelia no. and Dice Dark. Right. Um I don't get it, man. I it's just it's I like this card has an awful lot of words on it, uh to be a beautiful card that sits in my binder in that like I can't believe that this is an I, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad about whatever decisions they made, but like this is the legend for I Waterman. Am. Like I, I mean, you know, come on, dude. Like 
Like, this is so pigeonholed into such a specific archetype that you have not even kind of made look appealing yet. Like, yeah. uh, and I'm the guy who plays tons of, you know, princess slash knight earth water decks. Dude, I am mm -hmm. dying for a card with these keywords in this job. And it's just like, it's it's a swing and a miss. It feels like I'm playing, uh, like, like this would have been a really cool card in like Opus 4, 5, 6. Oh, yeah. Great title card, though. Uh, it's really late to the party, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And and even even on the like the lowest form of trying to make things viable, which is where I go as a store owner, I need to find a way to try to sell this card. I was <laughs> like, so does this princess work with uh, Garland from Opus Six? Was Six mm -hmm. or Seven? Oh God, nobody works with that. I mean, and like, I'm like, no, you'd still it, rather it play the other one, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, like uh like braun can't search this thing uh like jegrin playing this doesn't really do too much for you because he's not a final Fantasy tactics guy it's just like uh, i don't know man I, obviously my frustration is palpable it's mm -hmm. just like uh this card's a turd it's just it's just it's a turd. you gave us a water princess legend backup and i don't want to play it what horrible timeline am I living in, dude? This is supposed to be they my are, backup. This is supposed to be my backup, man. Two. They are 0 for 2 on water legendary backups. Yeah, dude. They I need just, to stop. Uh, yeah, just please, need to... please stop. Yeah. Also, I just, like I said, with 9, I, you know, every once in a while it's cool when a legend is uh, baked into a package as long as the package is really pushed. So, for example, mm -hmm. Rain uh, for Waff, Ritz for FFTA, but when these legends are just like, hey, maybe the commons will get a little better. Like, eh, no, thank you. Yeah, F that and the B. We're going to move on to a real card. Um, we've got a uh, fire water forward, uh, 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 Yuzuki. Yuzuki. She's a type zero forward job warrior. Um, she has some really good text. She's all like her first sentence is better than Ovelia's entire card. Uh, she's 7k. Her her first sentence says, "If a fire forward you control is dealt damage by your opponent's abilities, that damage becomes zero instead." And then her second ability is, "If a water forward you control is dealt damage, reduce the damage by two thousand instead." I would just play an Ovelia that had the second line, dude. Just I like, would too. Uh, yes, like a like a little. <laughs> even if it was one thousand, like the Rosa effect on a backup, dude. I yeah. would just do like a uh, like protect. Mm -hmm. You know. That's Aegis. Yeah. That's an Aegis to me. Mm -hmm. Aegis doesn't revive people, does it? Does it give them re-raise? It might. It, get, it does in tactics, but that's like the only... Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. I didn't get. I haven't gotten to, to Aegis yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's just like a specific story fight. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I... Uh, so, so they posted this card. Uh, it got spoiled. Mm -hmm. And everyone went, crap, garbage. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, the amount of times I've been as fire i swarm the field and they go okay fina valfor like go mm -hmm. home um i can phoenix this out mm -hmm. and have have her protect my forwards um it's a body uh it, it's like the first fire card that actually protects mm -hmm. and fire um she also stops uh the two big things to me she does is she protects you from philia 
and she makes your philia a truly one-sided board one. uh she is dealt damage by your opponent's abilities so it actually doesn't oh, no! i know i know i know i walked into that same pitfall yeah. the, the same trap but she um, makes your opponent's abilities uh what's her yeah name? yeah she definitely uh she definitely stops the fill board wipe yeah. right now kind of on that same like scope um you can bring her in with magissa and then they can't the opponent can't deal with your magissa like it's basically just your damage will work to spawn more forwards or whatever yeah uh, but they can't go all right she's already damaged i'm gonna finish the job so she's no, she sticks around <laughs> um yeah insanely good magissa target Great i yeah. love it yeah good card good card Great rock card. solid Indeed. And to finish things off, because nothing hot off the press today, we've got a new Rydia, and she is not cheap. She is a 6 CP Earth backup, uh, Job Summoner, Category 4, always good. Um, her ability is, when Rydia enters the field, place one summon counter on Rydia. Remove one summon counter from Rydia. Cast one summon other than Light and Dark from your hand without paying the cost. Um, she has tap, choose a summon. If it deals damage to a forward this turn, the damage is increased by a thousand instead. Um, can we just replace her with a picture of Wimpy from Popeye? Because I'll gladly pay you today, or I'll gladly pay you tomorrow Tuesday. for a cheeseburger today. <laughs> a, a fun card. I mean, it's a. So I think it's a solid one of. I mean, I like. I mean, I think she's better than the one eight hundred gambler Rydia in those summoner decks because. This one just creates, you know, that word we love, John. We love inevitability. You see that summon counter sitting there. You don't know when it's coming, and it could be fucking anything. There's no cost restriction other than, and the only restriction is light or dark. So that riding's coming off the top rope. That big phoenix coming out of nowhere. Fucking Diabolos out of nowhere. You know, the whatever. You, 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 you're, you want to cast something big off this boy, but, like, I don't know. I think it's fine. What do you guys think? Awesome. It gives you so much consistency in those, like, I'm going to cast a big, stupid summon for free decks. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, I think its tap ability is really cool. Uh, I mean, obviously, it doesn't help uh, with the fight spells, which is kind of when anytime Earth is dealing damage. But uh, Rydia is very, very cool for helping those fire summons just, like, plus 1,000. Mm -hmm. You figure you've also got, uh, you know, Tuna or something down. Like, that can get really, really crazy pretty quick, like, especially for the Cleaves. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I think it's I a like really it. cool card. Yeah, um, I like it a lot. So I'm kind of on the opposite end. I don't think it's terrible, um, but my I was talking to Jamie Grantham about this card yesterday, and he pointed out he was like, if there was a way to generate more counters on the card, that'd be busted. This card would be too. It would good. be great. Oh um, yeah. What I feel like is. Um, First, this card reminded me of like K-Tuna. Mm -hmm. It's a 6DP summon support, 1K extra damage. Um, you just have to have some heavy artillery in your deck to, to get the most out of this. Um, so if you're playing like Raiden or uh, just bigger things like that, and you can pull off some nice combos since it's free, uh, I think it's great. Uh, you just have to cater to the card very specifically. So mm -hmm. it's decent. Oh. Yeah, I don't see it being more than like a one of. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put any more eggs into that basket. Um I I just I do wish it wasn't named Radia because I'm a sucker 
or any kind of on-color Category 4 backup because I want to play the forward Rydia that the looks promo. for category. Mm-hmm. I want to play the promo Rydia that looks for Category 4 characters so you can search for a 1 CP summon. Um, we're close, man. I, I, I just do wish this was named something else, but I think it's solid. I like it more than the forward legend, honestly. So, But that is all we have for spoilers. That was a mouthful. So now, a long ass. Spo- I mean, we had a lot. Indeed, of yeah, and that, you know that's what we expect. You know that's why you know. I mean, we want to make sure we're covering the TCG. So the spoilers right now is the way to go. Thank you for listening to part one of episode ninety-eight. This was a Titan, so we wanted to make sure that we split it into two parts, put the spoilers and just general Opus 13 discussion in the beginning, and push the main topic about the Final Fantasy games and just kind of how we all got started with the franchise uh, into part two. So if you liked what you heard so far and you just want to hear a little bit more with our special guest, James Lockwood, then proceed to part two. Thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can head on over to rvareturners.com. Thank you to Jason, Christian, Dylan, Greg, Sergio, Ryan, and Adam, our patrons. Awesome. Yeah, we'll be giving out goodies. All kinds of goodies. My goodies. My goodies.